Hello everyone, welcome to Painless Universal, a conversation with me and Will. Today's story on conversation with Anne Walsh is where I'll be discussing the painful journey of going between two continents to start a better life or to find new opportunities because in your current country there might still be opportunities but you need to find new, explore new opportunities and also to describe the journey of why you're there, what happens to your family you've left behind, what if you get a sudden call that your family member is unwell. My guest will be describing all these details because she's just felt these pains. Meet Hannah. Hi everyone and welcome again to Painless Universal, a conversation with myself and Welsh. I am delighted, as you know, to have Hannah join me on this um, platform to dis- discuss her journey. Hannah, welcome so much and thank you for being here and joining me on this platform. I know you're absolutely so busy, but I needed to speak to you. How are you? I'm good. Thanks so much for having me, Anna. It's so nice to see you. Oh, good. Thank you. And how is life? How is life with all this COVID going on and how are you keeping? Good. Really busy. Um, I'm kind of used to sort of doing things over Teams and Zoom now, but um, I feel like it's busier in terms of now I can sit in on even more meetings because obviously the element of travel is eliminated. So I'm sort of part of more meetings now than I, than I was before COVID, which is both good, but also, yeah, busier. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I really wanted to start the conversation to you to describe a little bit about who you are, but this whole conversation is staring about your journey for people to, um, people who listen, who are listening to understand that there is hope for anyone who's looking to move between continents. I wouldn't just even say country, but you'll move to across continents so someone who's looking to go on that journey that there is hope so yeah. before we start I wanted you to just tell us a little bit about who you are and what makes us um, what sure. you um, I'm Hannah Turnbull so I'm Canadian uh, grew up in Canada lived there till I was um, just under 25 and then I sort of um, had graduated university and wanted you know fancied a trip over to um, Europe just and I had planned to sort of use London as a base and explore Europe a bit and then go back and sort of figure out what my career would be in Toronto. Um, but just fell up, fell, um, you know, in love with London and just, and have just stayed ever since, um, apart from a quick trip home, um, a couple months ago. So, yeah. yeah. And how have you been keeping busy in London and what was the thing that inspired you to want to move to London? Um, so I've been working in the healthy drinks category ever since I've arrived. Um, so I work for some sort of very like health, health interested, and I work for sort of cold pressed juice company, um, coconut water company, and now I work for a tea company. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that's what keeps me busy, um, now. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, it's been really, it's, you know, it's similar cultures, but also very different. So it's been really, um, really fun learning, learning London. And I feel like you can, you can never learn everything about London. So it's very interesting. It keeps you engaged and excited. When you first decided to uh, make that move, um, you know, obviously we're having fun in Canada. You have all, you know, your parents are there. You have your sister as well. But you decided to say to yourself, look, I'm going to go on this journey because I'm thinking to myself, if I have to go on a journey, I'll be so scared just thinking about it, let alone doing it. Yeah. How did you get that initiative to just say, I'm going on this journey and I'm going to stick to it? 
or did you give yourself timelines and say i probably do two months here and see how that goes and come back what was your what went through your mind when you were going on this journey I think um, I think I just felt like I really needed a new challenge and needed to get out of my comfort zone, and you know that was yeah. uh, coming to London was a really good way to do that. Um, sorry, dogs in the background. Um, so yeah, I think just um, you know getting out of my comfort zone and oh my gosh, sorry. Okay. I've got dog in the background. Um, sorry. I was hoping he wouldn't bark. Does the dog want to join us in the interview? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Why not? Why not call it? Call it. Is he or she? Sadwick, it's a boy. Yeah, he should join us. <laughs> okay, uh, two seconds. Sadwick, come here. Okay, and he's he's running off. Sorry. Um. Okay. Anyways, yeah, just a new challenge, basically. Um, <laughs> something to get out of my comfort zone and sort of learn learn a new place. Okay, and have there ever been any um, any setback from the move? Like um, any drawbacks? Any day you've thought to yourself, "Oh, why did I actually go on this challenge? What was I actually thinking? I should have just stayed where I am and be comfortable where I am." Or have you not had any kind of regrets since you moved? Yeah, I think um, it is hard to leave behind sort of all your friends and your family and not have that safety net that you feel like you can sort of just go home if things don't work out or you have people you can fall back on that are close by mm -hmm. so it is a bit um you know you get I feel like you get a bit like a surge of independence because you know that there's no one to sort of fall back on from all the people you've known your all your whole life yeah. but I feel like um so it's a bit scary and at times definitely you feel like oh gosh like I wish I hadn't done this yeah. but I think that it, it makes you sort of own your own sort of actions and your own you know uh kind of responsibility a lot more than if you feel like you have all of that to fall back on yes yeah oh, I agree have there been have you noticed any differences between Canada and you know, United Kingdom is it in, the, in our way of language or in our way of doing operating and doing business are we too fast too slow or um even in, in even in people generally um have you seen any have you noticed any kind of differences i do think um you know canada's people are a bit more friendly and like willing to speak to strangers you know out and about whereas um here uh, especially in london i feel like london you know is um is its own place you know even beyond being you know part of england and um sometimes london can be a bit cold and like um it can be a bit lonely um but obviously London's amazing, but I think, yeah, um, people are maybe a bit more reserved here than Canada, where it would be rude to not speak to people in a lift in Canada, whereas here it might be odd to speak to people you don't know in a lift. So, yeah. <laughs> I noticed that in Canada, actually, when, um, when I went, when went to Toronto for holidays, and um, we'd be in the lift, we stayed in this apartment, and in the lift, and literally everyone in there, every time we go in there and there was someone else, they would always say hello. Yeah. You just be, and if you wanted to make friends, it'd be so easy to make friends because everyone was willing to stop and take a second and say hello. But here, I think it's so, so in our culture, we're yeah. so inbred to just not even say, saying hello seems so weird. <laughs> yeah, definitely. What about words? Have you used any kind of words to someone and so and so someone goes to you? I guess because we all watch a lot of American movies, so it's not much it's not much, not much a problem, is it? 
Yeah, no, but definitely you like you do, you do learn to switch words like because obviously we would say elevator instead of lift. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, you know, people here will be like, oh, you're right. And obviously that's like, oh, how are you? But obviously if someone back home was like, are you all right? You'd be like, yeah, like, what? <laughs> why? <laughs> um, so yeah, definitely different phrases. Okay. Yeah. Uh, on your journey, was it, was it difficult to settle in here in terms of finding your a job, finding an apartment, trying to find how to fit in and settle into the country? Was it difficult? Was it a difficult journey for you to settle in in this country? Yeah, I think I've come a long way. Um, I think definitely um, in, in in my career, but also what you really have to learn London and to know what you want and don't want and where maybe you fit in best because definitely the the different areas London you know is so big and the different areas vary so much so. Um, from when I got here, you know, I was living in a part of London that I probably wouldn't choose to live in now, but it takes a while to learn. So, and it's definitely, yeah, an expensive place to live. So yeah, 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 definitely a bit of a journey. (laughs) And since you've been on your journey, how is people back home? How is your family? Have you had any updates on your family and how's that been? Um, yeah, they've been really supportive. Um, I, you know, I tend to go back a couple times a year as much as I can to see my family and friends. Um, so they've been really supportive, but it, it's been tough being away. Uh, recently, my mom was diagnosed with a, like a terminal illness, so she um, has brain cancer. So mm-hmm. that obviously would never be planned. But um, mm-hmm. when something like that happens, it's obviously really hard to be far away mm-hmm. from your from your mom. So. That was, that's been hard. When you heard that news, what did you do? Did you have to stay in the UK or did you have to go back right, right away back to Canada? What was I, I went back straight away. So um, I was there for almost three months. Um, I just went right back because she was in the hospital and she had um, a couple different um, surgeries. So it was a really hard time for my family. Mm. Um, so I went straight back, but uh, again, of course, nothing was planned. So I was lucky enough that my, my company was nice enough to let me keep my job and uh, work remotely. Mm. Um, so that's been really good. But uh, yeah, I went straight back. So In light of COVID now, um, working re- remotely is no longer a big deal. Not like, you know, COVID has now changed the world. So even you know, this has happened, this happened to you, but now you've seen that everyone is working remotely, but how is your mom keeping and how is she managed to manage in this um, newly diagnosed with cancer? I think she, um, she's just trying to take it day by day and be really positive. Um, mm-hmm. I think she definitely has good days and bad days. Um, and, you know, just, she, I think she's just trying to connect with her loved ones as much as possible and take care of herself. So not not demand too much out of herself and, and realize that, you know, she is on a really hard journey and she's going to, um, you know, have to deal with her pain, um, day by day. So yeah, wow. she's doing really well. So for anyone on this journey that you're going through right now, um, journey of living in a different um, country from your family and being, um, hearing the news like this, how would what would you advise them today? So you know, some people are very you know panicky because they're not not with their parents and family at this difficult time. What would you advise them to do? Or someone who's looking to go to a different country to settle there and start a new brand new life, what what what, what advice would you give them? I think definitely do it. Um, it's definitely worth it. Uh, you'll be you'll have you know um, a 
it'll be a bit harder than it will for others who live near their family in terms of if someone does become ill, it can be, it can be really hard, but I think it's definitely worth it. And especially now with, um, with us having being you know, being able to connect virtually, you mm. can still connect to your loved ones and, um, and keep, keep in contact. But I think, you know, if someone falls ill, it's really nice to go and be by their side and figure out a way to get there just to show them that you, you know, you care about um, mm. being there for them. But um, yeah, I think still, still do it. I think it was worth, worth doing the move and you can make it work if, um, if you balance everything properly. Yeah. All right. Well, on the final message of hope, um, uh, uh, someone might be has, has decided to move and struggling to get a job. What steps would you tell them to take um, to look at to make them make it a little bit easier for them to get a job while in a different country if they haven't got one before they moved? I think um, you know. I think just network as much as possible. So. Um, you know, figure out what industry you're interested in and then try and, you know, A, just educate yourself, listen to as many podcasts, try and connect with people in that industry and then just go out and show interest and show that you've done your research. And I think, um, you know, you'll find a door, a door opens that way. Yeah. Well, Hannah, thank you so much for sharing this message of hope to us and, and telling us um, how difficult and what, and, you know, how ways to overcome moving from different countries and also your mom's story because I think that's such an inspiration that you know you've been able to utilize this method that your your workplace were able to send you back and work remotely even though now remote work and it's now the end thing yeah <laughs> all of a sudden go ahead oh thank you so much for having me and it's been so nice to see you absolutely I'm so glad thank you, thank you.